Hey guys, I'm doing an intro to this podcast. I'm very excited about Brandon being on. Um, I just know that the sound quality wasn't perfect on this one. Uh, my podcast has kind of outgrown me now, so I'm going to you know, look at a mixer and getting another mic. So uh, just bear with that, uh, you know, that little sound difference. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy it. I say right about a thousand times, and I kind of talk over them a couple times. Um, I think that's more or less... Um, you know, trying to do one microphone um, in between us. So um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the support. Here it is. All right, man. So I have Brandon here. Uh, you are the owner of Cloud9 Float Spa in Kalispell. Um, so I've talked about it quite a bit on Instagram. I think I've put pictures up of us cryoing oh, and, and I talk about it quite a bit on my podcast just because I do love going out there and doing it. So um, yeah, I wanted you to get on here and, and see what, uh, you know, kind of talk more about it more, you know, obviously a lot more about it than I do. So, yeah, um, no, yeah. thank you for coming out, man. Out and yeah. Check it out, hop on here and talk a little bit more about it. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So, um, you've, you had business, a uh, business before this, right? Yeah. Um, basically took it over kind of from my parents. So okay. I went to school, played football and, you know, was an athlete, things like that. So that's kind of how I actually started doing some of the rehab recovery stuff and becoming familiar with those technologies and whatever. Um, but yeah, I majored in business. So once I was doing my internship and came home from college, uh, the internship I was all set up to do kind of fell through. So, uh, then I just fell back on that coffee shop that my parents owned. So right. they had Good Medicine Espresso in Delhi. It was connected to the medical arts pharmacy and uh, ran that for the internship and then kind of took it over so my mom could move to Helena where my dad was living. Oh, nice. And nice. Uh, they could be back together. And he's in the military. So oh, okay. Traveling, so traveling, traveling. Does he, is he a recruiter? Is that what? No, no. No, he's uh, actually a lieutenant colonel now. Oh, okay. At the time he was a major, but you just sometimes when you get promotions, you right. get you gotta find You got to find slots, so man. He yeah. was in Helena, and then he was in Butte, and then back to Helena gotcha. um, throughout that time period. So, yeah, my mom was able to move over there and spend yes. time with him, which was good. And then I kind of took over the coffee shop and – that was cool. It was awesome. It was an amazing learning experience kind of looking back at the time, you know, with all this college knowledge. You're, you're <laughs> right. thinking like, Man, I'm, I just graduated college and I'm going to be a barista boy. Or <laughs> so, um, yeah, I it was looking back on it. It was awesome, though. And actually kind of the reasons why everything has evolved into the cloud nine floats by now. I mean, right. You did learn quite a bit we, there. The reputation that we built on the hill and then, um, people we got to know, we, we catered to all the pharmaceutical reps and then we delivered to all <laughs> yes, the probably, doctors. Probably a lot of coffees coming out. <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. that was, that's what I used to be a rep. So, it was, oh, you know, yeah. you'd go get coffee or lunch for like 12 people. <laughs> like every day that was my job. You yeah. Know? And so uh, that's what we were doing is, is with the mills up and, uh, Getting everybody set up for lunch, coffees, breakfast, little treats, whatever that that consisted of. So while I was running the coffee shop, we were actually traveling to Denver to kind of actually meet my mother-in-law now, but my oh, right, right, the yeah, yeah. mom. And so um, that's where I was listening to podcasts and things like that. 
Joe Rogan podcast and heard him talking about the float tanks and, and different things. And so um, was really intrigued by that to go try it, tried it. And, and uh, actually through college football, I had tore my groin, I had tore my ACL. So I had some injury, did that rehab recovery stuff. But um, and now that I was done with football, trying the float tanks was amazing. So All right. um, I had quite a few of my buddies go and try it. Um, there was one about 20 miles from here, you know, up in Whitefish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, had a lot of people go try that, and everybody could kind of agree that it was the ultimate relaxation. So um, from there, kind of passed a little bit of information through the coffee shop on to some of the local, you know, some of our regulars, the doctors and nurses, and passed some of that information on. And they were like, man, I think – I think that's pretty legit. If you did something like that around here, you'd probably do pretty well. So, right. you know, the, the business major side of things and then uh, the coffee shop and the reputation up there and all that interaction with the people on the medical hill. Right. Um, and then my mom, you know, she's kind of been a health fitness instructor my whole life. So educated me on health and wellness and, and nutrition and all that stuff. So, um, that is how the three the three pillars of, of kind of everything that built up to, to the Cloud9 business plan. Cloud so, nine. Um, yeah, once I got all of that and, and the reassurance from some of those people, I was I was kind of full go on the business plan of, of right now. That was uh, that's probably got to be pretty nervous, you know, being a younger person. Obviously, yeah. I think that's, you know, a lot of people. Uh, uh, you know, don't take risks when you're that young or maybe they, you know, they're, I think it's starting to happen more, quite a bit more. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurs are actually seeing that there's other, you know, avenues and just going to school and going to be an engineer or, you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot more different avenues with, you know, social media and all that stuff, but Definitely. it's still got to be super scary. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the, the equipment that you have isn't, you know, you didn't go buy a $1,500 screen printer and you're yeah. making shirts in your garage. Like yeah. you have a legit building, super nice building. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that equipment, it's gotta be, you know, it's yeah. pricey. So yeah, it's pretty spendy. And so it's, yeah, it's a big risk to take and you know, so there's a lot of looking into, I mean, populations and, and market analysis stuff for the, for the area. And, um, I mean, even with all of that stuff together, it's still really scary to kind of take that risk and do it. But, you know, I don't know, reputation and the people that we knew and all the communication that I had with everybody about it before it happened had me, had me feeling really good. And uh, just having a great support system, you know, is, is also kind of the key, I think. So, right. Um, Right. There's that lots of people that doubted, but also tons of support. <laughs> there's always going to be, yeah. So it's right, like, right. And there's always those people that, you know, maybe they're jealous that they aren't going for it either. So they're, you know, talking yeah. shit about it. And I see that quite a bit. Like, yeah. Well, that guy's doing this. Like, what an idiot. Like, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes for me, you know, it's, it's, that's tough. But something that I'm working on all the time is like, you can't really worry about what everybody else is thinking. No. And that's, they're going to hate you one way or the other. If, if you could be working at Dairy Queen, they'll talk shit about it. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy yeah, how good. they could be hating, could yeah. be doing bad. Right. Hating. So. I mean, that's just life yeah. in general. So, so that yeah. it is, it's hard, uh, you know, especially with social media now and you kind of have like all your friends on social media. And I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you put yourself out there and, 
and yeah. you can't think you can't worry about you know like with this thing like a podcast like when i tell people i have a podcast they're like what most people are actually super interested about it like yeah. it's kind of weird how uh how you know like um when i tell somebody about it, they're like oh shit let's get one done you know like yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. no we're shit faced we can't we can't do it right now yeah. <laughs> but maybe in a couple days <laughs> but yeah. um but no, so, you know, and, you know, being a, you being a business owner and just like putting yourself out there, you're putting your, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. uh, it's gotta be tough, but it's gotta be rewarding some nights, right? Yeah, I yeah mean, it definitely you is, know. you know, being your own boss is, is rewarding. Sometimes it's crazy hours and random times, but, right. um, yeah, then sometimes it's awesome with the, the flexibility of it and the way you can just kind of work your schedule to, I mean, we just had a newborn, so right. eight months old, being able to prioritize some time to be able to spend there with them is awesome. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that. one of the nicest things in the world is yeah. being able to, you know, be around the kids more and, and stuff um, like that. But, sometimes can be, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's just, uh, <laughs> but you run pretty. I mean, I've seen you run pretty regular. You you oh, snow yeah. plowed last year. Still, no, did you do year, it? Did you yeah, do it? Are you yeah, still so doing it this year? I mean, some of that stuff with opening a new business. That's that's kind of what I was going to say. Is like, um, it does feel good now that we're picking up steam. Three years into it, it's it's starting to catch on. But at first, you know, it's it, when it, plus the scary risk. And then being something a little bit out there with the float tanks and, and all alternative stuff is like majority of it nobody's even heard about. Especially, especially in, in here in Montana, right? You're right. We're behind like I think Montana in general is like five years behind everywhere else. And I'm, that's just from me living other places. Like yeah. you see what happens in like Carlin or Spokane and then you can bet like two to three years later it's going to start like picking up in Montana or, yeah. you know, it's, it's really weird. But uh, we are <laughs> we really are behind in some in yeah. some aspects, but I think that's just population more than anything. We really don't have, you know, yeah, we don't have Definitely. a lot of people here that you know that really know that side of things. We don't have like a professional athlete team here or anything like that that you know could promote those in yeah. like the larger cities yeah. and things like that. But you're, yeah, I mean, fortunate enough to know you have you have Matt Triplett that yeah. you sponsored, yeah. um, and he's one of the top rated bull riders in the world. Um, and he's, whenever he's home, he's there. Yeah. I mean, he's always he's there. Trial, so. you know, he, he does a lot with, with putting it out and putting it on his social medias and right. getting a lot of exposure that way. And then there's tons of stuff with all of the professional athletes and making little clips and actually the community for both the, the floats and the cryo and things like that. You know, there's communities on Facebook and whatnot where you can share all this information. And so it's cool to get these ESPN write-ups and Sports Illustrated, you know, celebrity magazines. LeBron James. Everybody kind of writing about it. So it's easy to get content to post. And with that, it's like just free publicity for us to kind of share about, about it. So with that, yeah, it's really been taken off. But around the valley here, for sure. Word of mouth is the best. I mean, right. people starting to tr- try it and like it and spread it to their friends and all that stuff. So, you know, but at first when you're explaining to people that they hop in this big tub <laughs> and it's dark and it's quiet and you're going to be alone with their thoughts, you know, there's there's ways to think yourself out of wanting to try something like that. So right. you know, kind of just 
It's intimidating. Uh, everything is simple. intimidating a little bit. You yeah, know, the, yeah. the cryo and, and being in a float tank that's in the cold of the cryo. If I tell people the numbers, you know, <laughs> how cold it gets they, before they go in on their first time, sometimes that can just mentally oh, yeah. make you worry yourself right out of it too. So Yeah, and it's that, it's but, one of those things that you do. I was definitely nervous to go up and try it. And I, I know my wife was. Um, but now my wife is there once a week yeah, mo- or you know yeah. at, at least and, and doing everything else. And it, do you do get a lot of return customers like once they get over that little fear yeah. and like, oh that shit ain't bad. Yeah. You know, like that's exactly it. You know, and like seriously, first time coming in trying it. And that's why the word of mouth is so good because their buddy who might be worried, they're like, dude, it's like a huge bathtub. Just Go hop in there and unplug, relax. It's it's not as serious as sometimes when you see all these benefits and the mental side of stuff that you're like, well, I don't know that I want to experience all that. But <laughs> right. Sometimes it can be as simple as just unplug and relax and daydream type feeling. Just getting just, away from electronics for like, or just getting away yeah. from anything. Like, I mean, and you don't even like everything is just gone. Like you're, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's super nice. And it's really with all of the services. So even though the cryo, the sauna, I mean, once people experience it, they're loving it. So um, that's kind of been been the story behind it. In fact, I had this uh, I had this author who's I think she's from around the valley, but she's a pretty popular author. And uh, one of her things she's doing for this New Year's is like 52 new things that she's afraid of conquering these fears. Uh, doing like one a week one, or something yeah, like that. Is that yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay. And her first one was the float tank. And she literally, she's been back since she did that <laughs> float already. And um, she did a huge write up on just conquering the fear and how amazing it was. And she has a lot of anxiety and, and different things like that. And she was like, man, I've never felt this calm as I do coming out of the float tank. So um, I've had, yeah, tons of crazy testimonials and awesome experiences and, right. and everything is as deep as like, you know, people suffering from cancer and having some relief at the end, you know, the pain and chemotherapy and neuropathy and stuff to just something as simple as getting some good rest and absorbing some good magnesium in there and alleviating right. some of those little aches and pains. Yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, let's, let's talk about the float for a little bit. Um, I do it. Um, you know, I do it just to get away and it kind of get into like a meditative state. Yeah. And, and, and the, I think the more you do it, I think we had this conversation, the more you do it, the, the quicker you can get into that meditative state. Yeah. state. And we talked about like a 90 minute one versus a, an hour one. And that minute, that 90 minute one, you know, when you're first starting out might be better for you just yeah. because, you know, it does take it a minute a to get, while. to get Quite used to it. Yeah. yeah. And then like, um, also like I, I'm tall, you know, I'm almost six, four and, or six three, you know, six four right around there, and and so I kind of bumped every once in a while, and oh, yeah. my first time, and yeah. like I couldn't get like you know just still, and now like I have no problem with that whatsoever. So it was kind of funny that I think it was just me trying to like get you know relaxed and figure it out, and yeah. like where do I put my hands, <laughs> you know, like because yeah, no, you it just is. that's, that's it, what the first one's all about. All right. Like, finding a comfortable position and and just. Uh, getting familiar with it. And that's right. why the second one is so much better. Also, yes. I mean, people are having amazing experiences the first time, but the second time you kind of know what the room looks like, you know what to expect. Kind of all the so process. Of that, yeah. You know, anxiousness away from, from trying it out there. Yeah. No, I keep getting, keep bouncing. No, no, <laughs> we're good. No, and that, that's, that's perfect. Like I, uh, I 
if you've, yeah, obviously if you listen to some of the podcasts, I don't really stay on topic very often, yeah. but, but no, I, I, I like it. And I, uh, it's, you know, this is more just bullshit than, than anything else. But, yeah. uh, yeah, the, the kind of some of the benefits, um, that I've experienced is, you know, getting the magnesium cause you, yeah. it's, what, 800 pounds of salt. Yeah. I mean, we start with 900 pounds, okay. you know, and I fill it up to max level, pour 900 pounds of salt in there. And then we have hydrometers to test the buoyancy. So test the buoyancy, but the bigger tank is around 1200 pounds. Wow. Another one is, is pretty dang close too. I mean, they're both over about a thousand pounds. So that's what gets the buoyancy perfect for those. And, uh, yeah, it's pure magnesium sulfate. So being able to detox a little bit later in there, but also absorb that magnesium, which is, a crucial mineral for everybody. I mean, right. they say it takes like 300 different or a magnesium is crucial for like 300 different reactions in your body. And I mean, it helps with everything from muscle tension and spasms to bones and teeth and hair and nail growth. And I mean, it's mood and sleep and digestion. I mean, it's, it's kind of a, that's, that's the secret little mineral to the float tanks. Really, right. Magnesium, so, yeah, and that's yeah, um, and that's you like you said, that's buoyancy. So you're actually floating in this water, and it doesn't feel like you're. It just feels like you're weightless, really. You don't yeah. in the in the water is pretty close to uh, body temperature. Temp. Yeah, yeah, so external skin temp, so it's ninety three point five degrees, and then uh, yeah, you're floating effortlessly, so it's zero gravity. So yeah, along with absorbing the mineral that helps with muscle tension and stuff, you're also floating zero gravity, so your muscles, joints, and tendons relax and you know, it shuts down all that stimulation on your brain. There is a light and music button in there, so you can kind of control the light and adjust the volume for the music. But, yeah, really it's no temperature, no gravity. If you do shut the light and music off, there's there's low stimulation on your brain. So able to get to that deep state of rest and recovery. And, yeah, that's, that's kind of what they're saying. An hour is equal to about four to six hours of sleep. Really? And so – yeah, I think I've used it more like when I have like tough decisions or I'm, uh, you know, you know, stressed out about something or whatever. And it just, you know, you just go in there and you can just, you know, uh, yeah. my, you know, visualize some, some other shit and, you know, visualize the positive things for an hour and, and come out of there just, you know, smiling. And you yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. so it, it's, I love it. Um, that's what I use it for. Um, and, and like and that's you said, the beautiful thing about it is people can use it for so many different right, things. Right, right. And I, I know that, you know, other people just, you know, they, they get different things out of it and, and things like that. So that's what I use it for. And yeah. it's kind of, uh, I definitely like it. It's, it's one of those things that I don't know until you do it, you just can't really explain it. Yep. To be honest with you. Like, yeah. You know, some of you joke around that it's like selling nothingness. You know, because <laughs> that's what you're experiencing. It's right. like just something that we don't experience very often anymore oh. with, with all the stimulation on phones and computers and just everything going on around us. That's, that's why it's so hard to relax these days because we're so overstimulated. So overstimulation I mean, with that is, huge. makes it more important to be working on some of that unplugging and de-stress and all that stuff. So, right. Yeah, I don't I'm know that I thankful to be kind of riding this wave <laughs> of, you know, new technology, all that free publicity with the celebrities and athletes and things. And then, um, yeah, I think people are prioritizing a little bit more mental health and, um, absolutely, you know, mind, body, spirit kind of a thing more so than just, I, I, mean, I guess just physical health, but yeah. I mean, right. And recovery and more mental yeah, health and 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 alternative stuff. Yeah. And I'm all for that. Just, 
just because, uh, you know, obviously there's proven medicines and things like out, out there and, yeah. and ex, you know, PT and all this stuff. But this is just, uh, you know, a new way to to get away. Like you said, like just get away. You're overstimulated all day long. You're never, you know, away from a TV, a radio, uh, you know, you're like a busy guy like yourself. Yeah. You're always going, 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 like constantly thinking like, you know, what's next, what's next, what's next. So yeah. to get in that tub and just you know seriously sometimes i get so caught up in that race that i even struggle to find time to get in there or prioritize the time like sometimes the gals at the front desk are like you gotta get just i think i was uh there one day and she's just like oh we sent him in <laughs> like, yeah, we, yeah. we sent him into the flow i think you're actually in the sauna like we uh, he's detoxifying <laughs> yeah you know, like, yeah no so sometimes i'm able to just Hop in, you know, the cryo and the sauna are a lot easier to just squeeze into the day if there's right. an opening or a cancellation. I can just kind of hop in and do that. So really, I mean, that's that's kind of a beautiful thing, too, about, like you said, being a business owner and, and whatever. I, I just love that flexibility in the day where I can kind of be working while I'm in the sauna or, right. you know, just, just enjoying a sauna session in the middle of the day. So And and that's, a, I think, an important cryo thing. Cryo too. I mean, it, those, they're both so easy to kind of just do that if I have an opening, I'll, I'll pop in. And right. And you know, and you're passionate and you use those things. So that's why I, I like, uh, you know, I, I've really enjoyed watching your business grow. Cause I yeah. do, I really, you know, every time we talk, it's something, you know, he's like, Oh, you're, you're always saying like, Oh, you gotta try this or do this or, you know, you're, so you're passionate about it. You use it, you researched it before you went into it. Um, so it's, Sweet. it's pretty awesome to, Thanks, you know, man watch it grow and of course i wanted you on here like i think we <laughs> talked about it before maybe i even started the podcast i was yeah. like yeah i'm gonna right when you were getting started i think and so uh, it was crazy with holidays yeah and you know and it's right before yeah got started there, i think so. that's you know it's kind of hit or miss when you can catch people and like i said i was like oh i'll come up there <laughs> like you're like yeah. no i need to get away for now <laughs> yeah um but, but the other, you know, you have the sauna. So that's like the infrared sauna. That's another, mm-hmm. like, um, I've kind of read into it a little bit more like a, a detoxification, get yeah. a lot of heavy metals out of you. And yeah. Um, so we have a sunlight and infrared sauna, which I think is one of the top on the market. It's got the lowest EMFs and, and things like that. So electromagnetic frequencies, but, uh, yeah, I mean, simply, I mean, infrared was kind of created by NASA for scarring and burn victims. So it's really good for skin complexion stuff, but it penetrates a little bit deeper. So amazing for detox. And like you said, heavy metals, they're saying about seven times more effective for like detoxing heavy metals and things. So then like a regular sauna, then like regular sweat, exercise, sweat, um, whatnot. So yeah, great for that. Also kind of, boosting endorphins and i mean they all kind of overlap with a little bit of pain relief and and inflammation and yeah it's just kind of a a wellness you know they all they all do the kind of different things but they all work in together i guess you would say yeah so the sauna and then i mean also the one thing about the sauna school is is uh it raises your core temp. So it gets your heart pumping and gets you a little bit of cardiovascular workout in there without the physical stress on the body. So um, I've even been getting some referrals for like adrenal fatigue and things like that where people don't really want the physical stress on the body, but it's good to have that heat stress. Right. um, Kind of get your, your blood going and just get the, yeah. I mean, you're obviously it's uh, you know, the more you uh, work your heart or get it to a, you know, a, a heart rate, 
it's yeah. going to be better. I mean, it's, you know, general detox working out and a little bit of cardiovascular workout there. And, uh, it's, it's awesome. So, and so does that burn calories then? Like, are you yeah, like, you what's, can, uh, I mean, they're saying, they say you can burn like four to 600 calories in a session. So you're in there for about 45 minutes, but infrared also is a little bit more soothing than like a hot rock sauna. It doesn't, it's not so, I mean, their slogan is that it heats the body, not the air. So okay. it doesn't raise, doesn't get the because isn't that like they're talking about like the liquid in the lungs and well, it's hot? Is that I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know, know if that's a thing. I just heard somebody, yeah, I was talking about it. I do on have a people that are like, oh man, you know, like I usually when I'm in a sauna, it's kind of harder to breathe, stuffy, things like that. Yeah. And the infrared sauna is a lot more soothing, and I haven't had anybody say anything like that before. Like, yeah, normally it's hard to breathe, but this is this right. is awesome. So, right. uh, yeah, my wife went to it, I think my wife did it last week or the week before or something yeah she she really enjoyed it i think she wanted to you know we've been having this crazy cold weather and she was in cryos and she's like well can i do a a sauna so i can warm up hey i know i knew she was a little bit behind from being so cold i was like you can trade it out for a sauna this time you know and uh make that work so no i think uh the sauna has been really popular with this cold weather but Yeah. So with that, I mean, that's why it takes, you spend a little bit longer than a normal sauna, but yeah, a lot more soothing than, right. than regular. So yeah, about 45 minutes in there. Nice. Yeah. And, and like, well, I guess the, the timing, I'm sorry, I'm going to jump back to the float tank. Uh, usually is an hour appointment, but you do 90 minute appointments too. And yeah. you were saying that you've done some like longer floats. Yeah. Um, I don't know why this, I just no. kind of came into my head, but is that like, how long have you in, so I've, I've seen some studies where like people, I think more over in like Portland where a lot of MMA fighters and stuff were floating from, um, what was it? Like 11 PM till 5 AM. So about a six hour float and awesome for like concussions and migraines and really? like TBI. Right. Getting a lot of, all that yeah. stuff. And so, um, I was kind of looking into that and started working my way up a little bit. I've had a few people, I've had three or four people that I have on the list that are interested to try an overnight float if I start doing something like that. And then uh, I've tried a little bit myself, worked my way up there. I've worked my way up to doing a four-hour float. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's pretty cool too. Yeah. You know, like once, for me, sometimes in the hour, like sometimes I just go straight out straight to the theta waves kind of dream state and then the light comes on wakes me up sometimes i'll like wake myself up or kind of come to a little bit right before the the session's over and then when i know it's an hour or 90 minutes or something i'm like i gotta be getting close to the end and so (laughs) it's harder for me to relax but once you do like a four hour float once you're i mean maybe it's a mind thing once my mind knows oh man you're going in here for four hours once like 20 minutes goes by, you kind of lose track of time. You're, you're like, I don't know if I've been in here 20 minutes or right. two and a half hours or what. So I'm just and, and they talk about those like flow states where you get into these flow states and time just doesn't – a lot of like um, um, triathletes or uh, runners or yeah. these, these people that are run for hours, you know, they'll, they'll get into these flow states and just kind of forget that they're – running so they just know you know i'll get to the finish line but until they're you know whatever yeah no i've heard i've heard about well, that, that guy that um 
he was on Joe Rogan yesterday. I forget his name, but he went across Antarctica like 54 days by himself, unassisted, pulling a fucking sled. Like, Dang. dude, there was a lot of like uh, training that goes into the background of it. So it was cool oh, to yeah. like hear like what they did to prepare for this. It wasn't just some guy that's like, oh, I'm gonna go out in a sled yeah. and I can, you know, take off. And there's people that died have done it, oh, like, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. And he said that like he would go into a flow state for like days and just kind of like just you know be trucking. just be trucking and not even knowing where he's at what he's doing he's just you know in this this flow state yeah so it, i that's kind of what they i don't know if that's uh what you know what the mindset is or whatever you know happens in the floating but yeah. it does seem like sometimes you don't know if you're in there for an hour or like five minutes and it lights up and you're like yeah i just got in here you know and, and then you're like oh shit man i've been in here for an hour but um yeah no i think uh getting in the flow states awesome and i think that you know there's there's all kinds of different ways to kind of get yourself there or you know help yourself stay there or whatever right. um, i've been actually watching a lot of uh wim hof stuff so oh yeah yeah doing the uh yeah doing the breathing techniques Antarctica, so. you know right. thinking, who, who's doing that you know but right. yeah he's he, under so many yards of Right. Didn't he climb there. Everest with like no clothes on or something like I, that? Or there was something. I don't, know about clothes, I don't remember I that. Know, like, I'm pretty sure barefoot. So yeah, he did, he did something. Yeah. He did all this crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff. But, you know, it's pretty cool. He talks about ice in the cold as being a teacher. You know, it's painful right. no matter what. Right. But it's uh, it's also something that you can kind of use to teach yourself and how to get that out of that. switch and. Um, kind of kind of stay calmer but one of the things is uses breathing that's yeah that absolutely breathing, i, I kind of you know like, i got into it for a little bit but like walking down to the lake i don't want to go fucking jump in there yeah. <laughs> like, i was good with it until you go down to the lake like yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're lucky enough that we live next to the coldest yeah. <laughs> one of the coldest lakes but i you know and i watched somebody that did it uh, for like six weeks or something like that. And he just started from like day one and then he got up to like getting his core temperature and just oh, by breathing. It's yeah. just basically his is like a breathing exercise. Kind of gets himself into that flow state through breathing. And I actually was looking up some of his breathing techniques and stuff. And I'm like, it's, it's crazy. It's like a 15 minute breathing. I don't know right. if you've ever seen it. Yeah, like a 15 minute breathing thing where he pretty much is taking deep breaths and then for a few minutes and then holds his breath for two minutes. And I'm just thinking how, I don't think I could ever hold my breath for two minutes. But <laughs> but, I don't know. Maybe if you do that breathing all the time, you have enough oxygen in there to, to help you out with that. But it's all about getting in that mental flow right. state. Just and, getting away from everything. And, you yeah. know, just, uh, yeah. And apparently, you know, like the cold and the ice and all that stuff is supposed to be like super, obviously that's what, you know, cryo and ice baths and something like that is a, yeah. kind of the same concept, but that guy's cold taking showers. it to a whole other level. And then like cold showers, like I, I did it for a while. Uh, I need to do it more, but like at the end of my shower, I'd like slowly like push it down. So when I'm yeah. getting cold, like for the last, like, you know, two minutes in my shower, like it kind of wakes you up, oh, you know, yeah. and it gets you. I mean, it definitely, they, I, I don't know all the statistics, so I don't even want to start with them. <laughs> like 30 second cold shower a day boosts all kinds of different all right. Uh, right. endorphins and blood flow and, and all the good stuff. So Yeah, and so that's that's kind of the concept behind cryo, like so your yeah. cryo machine, like yeah. what's the... Uh, 
I don't remember what the temperature is that you know so you do. Dino, it just depends, right? Different yeah, levels. There's a couple different levels. Basically, there's three different levels, and there's there's different minutes. You know, up to three minutes. So I can do one, two, three minutes, one, two, three levels, um, and uh, starts at about negative one fifty five Fahrenheit, goes up to about negative one eighty five. So not a huge difference between the three levels, but just a little bit. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean the cryo is uh, a cold shocking, you know. So you hop in there, you're in there for three minutes maximum, and it's that dry cold. So it's not really so breathtaking like if you hop into an ice bath or if you hop right. into the icy it's wave. Definitely, uh, it's like not that. as it's not as bad as you would think it was. That's for sure. Yeah. It's it's. It's a different cold, I guess you would say. Yeah, super dry. And then uh, towards the end of the three minutes, you're thinking, man, how cold is this going to get? And uh, then about the last 30 seconds might be a little bit tough mentally. And then you get out and you're able to warm up. And the fact that you're dry, you warm up so fast coming out. Yeah. That that's kind of where a lot of those benefits happen. So, you know, I tell people when they're in the cryo that your brain thinks, man, how cold is this going to get? So it activates that fight or flight response or that survival mode, which is to – bring all the blood into the core. So it brings all the blood into the core. It boosts the minerals and the oxygen and the red blood cells and things. Then when you get out and you warm up so fast, that blood, the, you know, the brain sends that good blood to the areas that need it most first and then kind of flows throughout. So I'm sure you've noticed like the pink on the skin and that's that good blood flowing to right. the surface. But um, yeah, boosting all the minerals and oxygen in the blood and then kind of boosting the blood flow around when you get out of there and warm up so fast. And uh that's that's kind of what happens internally there but i mean also they say cold shocking releases about two times the norepinephrine levels in our body so you know norepinephrine is that anti-inflammatory it's kind of that endorphin rush um and then it's also called noradrenaline so that's that's kind of where you get that energy boost too and and the endorphins and the energy boost like you said in the shower or whatever you're doing it's hard not to smile when you're all the endorphins and yeah, you definitely get like, I get a body rush, like coming out of it. Like it, uh, you know, it, it definitely gets, gets me going, you know, kind of yeah. deal. And, and it's really like, once you get out, it's like instantly you're, you're warm again. So, yeah. But yeah, it's that cold is just, it's, it gets you going yeah. for some reason. Yeah, it gets you charged up, and as funny as it is, you know, you get that energy boost throughout the day, but then you kind of crash hard in the evening, too. So I've got people that are doing it because it helps them sleep better at night, and uh, I got people that are hitting it still with it being, you know, negative 10 degrees All outside. Right, I got people right. coming in hitting the cryo like it's not cold enough outside, and, <laughs> and they're like, you know, no matter what, it's, it's not just my therapy for pain or whatever. That's my, like therapy for the day and and that that person that comes to mind was just there on friday and she's like having a stressful day and trying to close on the house and trying to do all this stuff and you know she's like i gotta get in and get this cryo to kind of literally cool her down because she right. was getting so heated up with everybody she was dealing with so yeah i mean it, it's uh it's kind of awesome how it works it's awesome and it's so fast and people can just pop in on their lunch break. Right, right. That's, go. that's the nice thing. It's like, you know, you know you're in and out of there. Right. The sauna, you know, sweaty, so you got to shower after or, you know, be going somewhere, not really back to work or whatever. Right. So, um, the crowd's nice to just be kind of quick like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like an in and out deal. Like if you just went in five, 10 minutes at the most, yeah, you know, yeah, and, and if your machine's already fired up and if there's already people there, it's like, yeah, I mean, three right. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but that's one thing I don't like. Uh, I noticed that I went last last time after we had a couple oh, of people yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it was cold. There was no like, uh, you know. Yeah, it wasn't. build up. Once <laughs> yeah. you get a few in there, it's like, it's pretty quick it gets there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy it and I, so she, I'm going to start racing again this year. So I'm probably going to be in there quite a bit more, yeah, you know, just, sore. yeah. Um, nice. sore. And, start racing yeah. In day. fact, I, uh, a friend of mine in Missoula, uh, I was just down there the other day and, and he was like, yeah, you're racing my bike in March, blah, blah, blah. You're going, we're going, we're Dang. going to Washington. So I think we're going to March. Yeah. That's, that's right around that's the like corner. two weeks. Yeah. I'm going to get my shit together. But uh, no, even if I don't race, then uh, I'm trying to get back into it just a little bit. Like yeah. not competitive by any means, but just I miss being on a bike. So oh, yeah. uh, it's one of those things. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably be in there quite a bit oh, more. Yeah. And, and one thing that my buddy that I, I brought in there, and he thought that you know you got the body high and stuff like that, but he goes, I wish I would have been sore to like get the full effect of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you have like a lot of bodybuilders. Um, I know bodybuilder, and then you know Matt and yeah. athletes, and yeah. a lot of you know high school athletes that come in. Um, and there's a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of that going on around the valley too. There's you know the powerlifters, the yeah. crossfitters, the trainers like the triathletes and all those people right. um spartan race weekend oh, is always yeah. a huge weekend yeah. and like we talked about with montana being five years behind or whatever on on everything is that like the people that come in for the for the spartan race are coming from all the bigger cities that have already researched it and so last year was really cool i actually had a uh, pretty sure her name's ariel boone and she's like a top uh, oh really like couple time gold medalist for Spartan racers and she like called when she was on the plane <laughs> coming over here to be like do you have any cryo sessions open I I didn't do a deload week before the Spartan race I mean she's she's a badass she kind of travels all over just doing Spartan right, races right. running these marathons and whatever but um, and and I was, I was chatting with her because I'm like I've been trying to get some publicity down there in the big fork area I've been trying to spread the word for those Spartan racers and the cryos here and she's like well I can maybe put a post out on my Instagram you know <laughs> and I'm like kind of joking around with her <laughs> like, are you a you know what are you a big big time Spartan racer or something she's like well you know I've won the won the thing followers and she yeah she put it on her story and I literally had like four people just from her story come in the next day and nice. then you know it spreads to those people out there so everything helps but yeah that's a big weekend Spartan race weekend and then um yeah just keeping everybody around here that's, that's working out football players wrestlers yeah all the high school athletics going on and all the people training for the personal stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, we do live in an <clears throat> area that it's a lot of, uh, 
you know, outdoor activities, whether yeah. it be summer or winter. So it's, you know, it's good People for skiers. Cross country skiing. Right. Yeah. I had to call him like on a, I think it was like a Sunday night <laughs> or like text you. And I was like, Hey, can I make an appointment for tomorrow? I went cross country skiing. <laughs> Man, it was, uh, I Dude, never thought that'd be so rough. You haven't used for a long time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, usually, you know, like that's you get these badasses coming in for like Spartan races and bull riding, and I'm there for cross country skiing. Yeah, you know, and those, but, but, but it's, it like, it's rare. It's rare that you have those guys, and, and that's pretty rare for me, too. You know, it's all right. right. And you get the badasses like Triplet and actually Tanner Hall and those guys. Right. A little bit. So, have you seen him? You know, recently, no, but come I in, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually but. trying to hook up, uh, hook up with them for this. Oh, okay. uh, Sweet, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I do just it. saw a little video on his thing yesterday on his Instagram that said the hometown. All right, so doing so some flip over some bars or something. Yeah, that's the same yeah, thing. I was like, oh, nice, you're back. There. And uh, yeah, but it's it's a lot more common that we see just exactly that people that slipped and hurt themselves or did something wrong right. and used something they haven't done forever, or just the ones that are regularly training and recovering faster so they yeah. can train harder kind of a deal, you know? Right. And my wife actually used it. Um, she had a mishap surgery and. And, oh, yeah. you know, it has a lot of healing features and get your body going. And, and to be with honest with it, right. You know, it was kind of funny. A now. doctor told us not to do it. She's like, well, that's not proven technology. I don't know. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot more health benefits than, you know, and I kind of argued with her and I finally was like, you know, whatever yeah. we're going no matter what. So, uh, Kristen, and it showed like improvements that nobody else had really seen. So yeah. it was like Dang. a big, you know, middle finger to the yeah. doctor. No, that's, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's obviously, you know, a need for that. And oh, oh absolutely. I just don't but, think like uh, we're just behind. People, so a I lot mean, of people don't know about it. The cold is a little bit painful. I mean, every time, no matter what, it's always going to be yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. And so, um, I don't, I don't think people appreciate the cold and the benefits that happen from the cold. I mean, even just like. It's got a negative, negative stigma. The cold. There's so much. There's so much. Kids, don't run outside without a coat on. You're going to get sick. It's like that might help actually boost some of their immune system to be doing some of that stuff. And like, I don't know if you see the videos of people in like Norway and all these other countries where they're doing exactly that hot plunges cold dips in the snow or the river or something like that and there was a couple of white fish i don't know if he was a doctor or whatever but they did a he i think he was doing that whole you know the breathing technology but they'd go out into whitefish lake mm. and go out there for like 30 minutes and like get in the lake you know this time of year kind of deal oh, dang. and did it year round and they wrote up a little article about it and i think he was doing the, the hoff deal where he was yeah. you know the yeah the little hoff deal but yeah, you gotta, and and you know the Wim Hof stuff. He he works with the Navy SEALs and things like that on on breathing and getting into that state because that's I mean, that's what it takes. Just like fighting and wrestling underwater, right. like Navy SEALs, it takes that same kind of mental calmness and and getting to that state. 
Yeah, like, absolutely. Ice water for thirty minutes. You know? uh, yeah, and then you know you're you're not only in these extreme conditions; they have to do stuff. They have to keep their dexterity in their hands. Yeah. They have to, you know. Yeah. Um, and and that's one thing that that guy was the Antarctica guy was talking about. He's like to prepare for that. I was tying knots with my gloves on, and I was doing this. Oh, and they yeah. put him in these extreme, you know, conditions, trying to get stuff and getting his dexterity down well. Because you do like, there's no way that you know an average person without knowing that like going into that state you know what i'm saying or i mean obviously you would get there on your own sometimes but like in these extreme extreme conditions that's what these people do they get to these states in their mind that like you could do anything to them they just you know they're not there (laughs) you know it's a weird it's a weird and I, i love that there's like a lot of um I guess bigger names or people and just even on podcasts talking about it quite a bit and like getting, you know, that out to like, I'm not just some guy that goes out in the forest and does this. Like, you yeah. know, it wasn't some, you know, they, they prepared every, you know, his mindset had to be right. You're, yeah. you're everything. And, you know, working on the mindset to be out alone by yourself. And, and that's a huge, you know, yeah. especially if the Navy SEALs and all that shit. And, you know, well, I, I think just too, with, with all technology and the way everything's gone, every, I mean, technology has just literally made things easier, less stressful. I mean, and trying to do all of that for us, which is nice, but sometimes, you know, the, the stress is good on our body, whether it's physical, mental, yeah. um, all of that. So, yeah. I, and I'm I, one of those people that, like, I get it. Like, if I knew I worked a hard day, like fighting fires, if I knew I was out there for, like, 16-hour day, you know, like, yeah. digging or actually fighting fires or, like, working those hard days, like, dude, I have a smile on my face. Like, yeah. for, you know, those I called Kristen on, like, one of my hardest days last year, and I was just like, oh, there was fire and blah, blah, blah. Like, and she's like, you should not be this excited about this. I'm like, dude, this is, this is what, you know, and you wanted to go out there for another 16. You're like, oh, can I do night shift too? You know, yeah. like, when you're actually doing shit, like, it's – you, you, you got to get away from all these easy things, like, you know, sometimes, and that's yeah. why I do firefight. Like, I don't, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, something that, you know, I do year round. I usually do it like two weeks to a couple months. Like I don't, yeah. you know, it's just it's to just get away to and like, yeah. And that's another, you get away from your electronics. You're out there. Like yeah. most of the time you're in the woods, you know, like no, you're not much service. No, no. So, um, it is, it's nice to, to get in like a day of hard work um, yeah. you know a lot of us don't do shit but like our thumbs get more work out than anything else you know because yeah. of texting and and things like that so i think that's like coming out with you know you know with the cryo and the the floating and you know it's it's, it's about mindset also yeah. not only and not only like your your physical body but your mindset and it's really getting that self-awareness yeah. in the float tanks you know and then also yeah like being able to be okay with a little bit of that stress, you know, and not just kind of because both of them do it, you know, the sauna, you're like, Oh my gosh, it's so hot. I think I got to get out of here. Try out the same thing. It's so cold. Just 30 more seconds. Kind of thing, you know? So yeah, just being able to kind of access that little bit of a stressor there and then hop out and have it be a, a fake threat, you know, is, is, uh, really where all of it happens all the all the healing happens is right. your body ramps up to prepare to survive or defend you from whatever it is the heat and the cold and then uh you hop out and you're just all ramped up for nothing all right you know, for, yeah for, and you know that's there. it's uh it's a great way to get you know three minutes of 
I don't know how much, you know, I, you can't really put a time frame on it, but you know, three minutes gives you such a, like a, a better week, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. or a couple days anyway. I'm not, I'm not sure what the. Well, so some like arthritis patients and things like that. A lot of the things that they're showing is like cold shocking and cryo can release those, uh, anti-inflammatories or the anti, or the, yeah, the anti-inflammatory cytokines in the blood for about a week and a half or two. Okay. So, you know, a lot of those patients that are doing it for that are, and that's why we have that membership that's like once a week right. so that people can stay on top of their inflammation. And so that's kind of the, the routine. A lot of people are doing at least once, once a week. week. Some of the people that are working harder though, those power lifters, right. and whatever crossfitters and things, those guys are coming in for to every day, you know, four right. to seven times a week. Kind of right. Thing. And so, I did see that uh, one of the gym owners is there quite a bit um, up at your place. Oh yeah. Donnie. Donnie. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I couldn't he, think of his name right he away. He was coming in quite a bit. Um, he was training up for that LA Fit Expo. Right. So, um, I mean, literally for almost 40 days straight going into that thing, he was coming in doing the cryo. Sometimes he'd do the cryo sauna. So a little bit of hot and cold there. Uh, cause along with that, you know, you're cutting weight down to, oh, right. Trying um, to get weight, right. so. sweating a lot. And, yeah, yeah. He was doing a little cryo for recovery, a little sweating in the sauna for the, the cut. And, uh, I think he did pretty dang good. Nice. So, nice. And he's a, he was another college. Did you play football at MSU? Is that where? No, I, I went down to Western. Oh, okay. Western Dillon. Dillon. Western yeah. Dillon there, nice. So. Nice. I didn't know um, if you played with him or. No, I, I just kind of. I met him through the, you know, through the float spa when he got back from school. And, uh, well, I think he was living over in California. Oh, was he? Um, okay. Right out of school. And then he moved back up here. So, yeah, when he moved to the Valley, he came in, um, actually got his mom a float. And so that's actually how I met him. And I was, I hadn't had the cryo yet, but I was like, hey, man, I, you know, I was thinking about getting this cryo thing. And he had played a little bit of professional football. So he played for the Packers a little bit. And then, I want to say the Cowboys or something, but, um, you know, he'd heard of the cryo obviously with being on those right, teams. And so, right. um, he's like, man, if you got the cryo, I'd be here. <laughs> so that, that felt good, you know, having other people that were ex- exposed to it, but also influential workout people in the Valley to right. be able to kind of spread that word a little bit. So, and is that, I'm thankful for him there. Is that, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, is that, uh, how you kind of like picked your, which one you were going to go with. I mean, was that hard to figure out? Like, yeah. did you, cause There's it sounded so like you did a lot trios. of, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. Different, different ones. That were so ones, triplet, you know. triplet is the guy that yeah. literally helped me with deciding on that. I mean, he traveling around for bull riding everywhere. He's like, Madison Square Garden one weekend. He's down in Texas the next. All right. Like, I mean, everywhere. I mean, literally he's flying somewhere every weekend. So he had hit like over 200 cryo sessions all over the U S before I had even got mine. And so, yeah, he had tried all these different machines and units and whatnot. And so there's two different kinds of cryos. There's a, there's a one, there's a new one that just came out where you can actually walk in. It's like, it's a, like a big chamber. Uh, right. A I, mask right. I did see that. The and day. it actually takes the nitrogen, cools it to, so it's just oxygen. So you can actually breathe in there. Uh, whereas the one we have is, uh, your head's above the nitrogen, kind of a little capsule there. And, and, uh, yeah. So the capsule ones, you know, triplet was like, Hey, this is the coldest one I've been in kind of the most durable. It's made in the USA, all these things. And so, um, that's, 
that's kind of what helped doing it, you know, is having his expertise and him trying all of them and saying that was the best. So I'm really thankful for that. And then, uh, yeah, I've been looking at those inbox, those whole where you walk in saunas and right. they're just, there's such a price difference between those. Uh, it's, it's just like, like a, I mean, it's gotta be right. It's, it's like, uh, so with me educating the Valley on cryo to start with, like, like there's no way to, to take a bite that big. Like the, I mean, it's literally like, I don't know, 60 to 80,000 for a, just a chamber, right, chamber right. and then those walk-in ones are like 260 so yeah. i'm like yeah it's yeah. it's is that like even like, installed like that's not even that's i think that's or is that okay and installed. Right, they right. Bring everybody so, down, but still but, I mean, but like, still that's if you're in arizona and you're doing 30 cryos a day easy and, right. and just shuttling the people in it's actually kind of nice because you can fit like four people at a time in those things you can just dance around and, do around <laughs> right. and you can really crank them through but if you're trying to educate a smaller population like montana i mean maybe in the future like we talked about doing doing something with the mobile right, or having, right. having the stationary one back at, at cloud nine um would be kind of a cool way to evolve into it but yeah i mean it's like it's been a few, we've been two years now with the cryo, so it's been a definitely educational process, but right. people are seeing awesome results. Everything, I mean, I literally got 60, 70 year olds on the memberships that are coming in regularly, <laughs> even in this cold weather. They've right, right, this last, right. You know, this last Friday and Monday, so it's like. It's definitely a different kind of cold, too. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> like <it's, clears throat> and then I, I try to tell everybody about it, but. You know, being in the motocross world, uh, unfortunately, we had a guy that had a really bad accident this last year and almost didn't survive. They told me he's never going to walk again and all this shit. And, oh, yeah. And so they ended up calling you and trying to get some mm -hmm. information and stuff. Hopefully, they can make it up uh, next time you yeah, know, they're in they the area. Yeah, they were in Helena, yeah. so about three hours. Away. Yeah. It's so. a trip, but that might be, it'd be in. yeah he's, he's already got quite the success story himself. Man, so. dude's, uh, I'd love to have him on here. He's uh He's uh, one of those guys that they told me never walk again. And yeah. he said, fuck you. I'll, I'll walk out of this hospital. Yeah. And uh, I think he got out of his wheelchair to like walk, you know, he couldn't walk very far at that point, but they, he showed so much progress that like they kept him in the hospital longer because he showed up so much progress that they wanted to, you know, like get him up and going. They didn't think, you know, yeah. there was any way. And now he's, I think yesterday he lifted up his kids for the first time since, you know, the, the accident and stuff like that. So Dude's a hard working like accident. yeah, and he um he was actually a bull rider, you right. know, growing up, and then his kids got into uh, I think his wife was into you know the whole motocross scene, and then his kids got into it, and unfortunately his kid had a bad accident this last year, oh. TBI, oh, man. Uh, coma for a while, and they just got done, you know, dealing with his uh, yeah dealing with him, and he's you know kind of getting back into the groove of things, his short term memories coming back, all that, and then yeah, Bill went down and. And that happened. So, you know, that family went through so much shit this year. So, um, super, uh, great family. Like, yeah. uh, he was, Deegan's bike wasn't working one time and like, I'd been fighting with it all week. Couldn't figure it out. He's like, to show up in Helena. Like we showed up with a bike that didn't work. And this dude drove us like an hour here, an hour there to get this, to get that. And like, he was like, we're not giving up on this. And like, we're in there like at 10 o'clock at night. I think we finally got it like yeah. running. And this guy, I'd never even met him before. Yeah. Like, just like, you know, we're going to get it. So it. super nice family, but uh, I'd love to see him get up there and, and see, you know, yeah, you know, if that show is super good improvement. And, yeah. And, and that's kind of what I told him is like, I mean, 
I probably said it a hundred times on the podcast today, but like inflammation is kind right. of the root cause of, of everything. So um, being able to stay up on that and, and maintain that is going to help them with whatever he's doing, his recovery, yeah. you know, but like, like we talked about with the, the cryo and things and um, muscle soreness. And I know he's doing PT and yeah. working out hard. Right. PT, so I'm sure he's getting a little bit sore from that stuff. So, I mean, there's, there's lots of stuff that it can just help kind of uh, assist whatever he's already doing, you know, and, yeah. and add benefit to that. So I'd be excited to have him up here. Yeah, yeah. So that's I always try to get people as much as I can up there because it, it really is. Like until you do it, like you don't, um, you know, and I was worried about because I have metal in my body from oh, yeah. past accidents and it yeah. didn't. And I've been out in the cold, like, um, you know, like hunting and stuff like that. And it like, I can't move my shoulder sometimes. So I was really worried that that extreme cold was going to do that to me, but it didn't at all. So yeah. uh, So that's, that's kind of some of the coolness with being dry and being so fast. It just doesn't penetrate deep enough that fast to to freeze those joints. Right. You're, you're not like, you don't come out hurting or anything like that. It's, it's, it's a different, it's a weird, you know, when you hear 185 degrees, uh, negative, uh, Fahrenheit, you, you get, like what the, huh? but no um i uh i can't say enough about it i really can't like everything in your little area you yeah. know um and then you kind of rent some spaces out and you do they do like uh yeah. ivs and you know yeah so in in the cloud nine building with us there's there's two naturopathic doctors so they're doing iv nutritional therapy stuff vitamin injections and things um one of them does cranial sacral so um kind of like energy emotional work he also has one of those k lasers um so you know help him with the recovery and things he, and he just did some prolozone just got did an advanced prolozone training thing so uh, prolozone is kind of like a natural alternative to cortisol oh, okay um and so seeing tons of awesome results with that you know injection nice. like nice. basically ozone into wherever the the joints injured or whatever and uh so pretty I mean, much the same as like a cortisone shot, but a different yeah. alternative. So kind of the same concept, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just not a steroid like that. And so like they say, as we get older, our oxygen utilization in the body decreases. And so when you inject ozone or oxygen into that area, it's going to help the body naturally heal itself. And so there's been all kinds of stuff from people that need total knee replacements injected like four to six times and, and not need and a knee replacement. Big. There's soccer players in Europe that are injecting them in their knees just to, as a preventative from tearing their ACLs because right. that's such a common injury. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah. that's something that's really cool. And then, um, our, our Dr. Holcomb actually, he is, um, working on, he's been doing it forever, but, uh, like high dose vitamin C IVs and alternative cancer therapies and things like that. Um, now the word of mouth has been spreading so much that he's literally, that's the majority of his schedule now. So he's kind of hyper-focusing on that and building up even a little bit bigger lab. Um, we're adding a hyperbaric oxygen chamber. So H bot to the, to one of the rooms in there. And, um, yeah, doing it all. I love it. (laughs) We got a massage therapist upstairs and there's also an esthetician that does like medical tattooing and permanent makeup and things like that. So. Yeah, renting out and, and kind of also being the landlord for the thing. And, you know, a lot of when I talk about the beginning, the the stressors and the craziness of opening a thing, when I think about it and narrow it down, I mean, a lot of it is just 
managing that big building and the open spaces and the offices and rent and you know right. I've had a few people move out but thankfully people move in but it's like staying right. positive and, right. and you know knowing that you're gonna sell that stuff when you're new and starting out and a little bit slow yourself is kind of crazy hurdles but yeah know, what was kind of what was the hardest part of all that like what was was there any one thing that like when you went into it, you really didn't think it was going to be a problem, but it did come up. Was there anything like that? Or was it just, you know, it was all kind of a combination of it all. Um, honestly, just, I, I think everybody does it, but when you do your projections, everybody projects it to be higher than it is. And it's always slower than what you think it's going to be. So, you know, being patient in the first year, two years while everything was growing is, is a tough hurdle and I knew, you know, I knew that going in that, right. you know, they're like, oh, businesses are in the red for the first three to five years. You don't even see anything. So, you know, there's all that. I knew that going into it, but I don't know when it's a reality, it's, it's kind of harder to stay patient than when you're kind of thinking like, you know, cause I don't know, it's just, it's, just, it's hard to see the light at five right. years when, when you're not, when you're just getting started right. in it. Yeah, yeah. But now we're cresting that three-year mark, and it's like, man, I can see it. I feel like it's kind of busting open at the seams here with the word of mouth because it's it's the, I don't know, the pyramid effect where, like, one person tells two, the two tell four. And I mean, now there's hundreds of people out all over the valley just spreading this good word about it. And so, yeah. Well, and that's something to say for your that, company that and you. Uh, you yeah. Was a, yeah, cause you're the face yeah. of cloud nine. I mean, you have been, um, for me anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, of course we've, you've had some great employees that yeah. have helped us here too, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, you, that says something about you and your company, obviously keeping yeah. a good reputation and, and being out in the, you know, the market and, and really telling people about it. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I working on all that, working on right. you know, getting the exposure there. And that's kind of it with starting up with small businesses. Like, I joke around with some of my friends that, you know, who's the, who's the janitor at Cloud9? Oh, I mean, who's <laughs> right. the cell phone guy? Oh, that's me. Right, right. Yeah. Who's dumping 1,200 pounds of salt in here and there? Like, yes. Yeah, that's. So uh, we're kind of just doing it all right now, but, but a few years into it now, we got, you know, we got people in place and starting to get a little bit of time off. And so nice. enjoying some of that. And like I said, we got the new baby eight and a half months. So now, you know, time is precious. And so <laughs> about, I don't know, at least I've been getting Sundays off and now we got a new, another, another new gal. Uh, one of my employees was going on surgery. So oh. uh, that was about the last two months and now everybody's back. So back to normal here and I'm real right. thankful for that. Getting some weekend time with the, with the little one Braxton and, uh, yeah, feeling, feeling good about it all. That's awesome. Everything's That's kind awesome. of grooving, grooving pretty good right now. I, so. When you say that your projections uh, are higher when you – because that's you, – you get so excited about it. You're yeah. like, and that's – I've done it, you know, and I've uh, – you know, with my little t-shirt business and all that other stuff. Like, you could write out as many business plans as you want. Yeah. But it's never going to, like – until you get out there and start doing shit and, like, figuring out, like, how to set up a website, how to market it, who to yeah. market to, like, all those things. That's – uh, for you, that had to be a little bit different because it is a new market. Like yeah. you're the first, you know, I mean, not the, there was a float. Yeah. It's, there was yeah. a float center up in Whitefish. Um, he's not there anymore, I don't think. But um, 
yeah, you know, he had a little bit of exposure for people, but he was pretty new. In fact, I didn't even know about him until I was three quarters of the way through my business plan. And someone's like, someone that I was talking to about floats and I was writing down this plan. I was like, I think there's something like that up in Lightfish. And so, um, yeah, I mean, he was pretty new to the Valley when we were both getting up and running, right. and, but definitely to Montana. I mean, we were the first area to even have them in Montana. Right. Now right. there's one in Missoula and I think Bozeman, and I don't even know if there's a float in Billings, but there's cryo in Billings and there's also cryo in Bozeman. So yeah, it's, it's definitely been growing and That's awesome, getting man. exposure all over here, but yeah, projections are, are crazy, you know, I and mean, just like you said, and you can do a hundred of them and, and, you know, I did them for the floats. I did them for the sauna and then, a year into it, we got the cryo, so I had to do another projection. Right. And, you know, I'm like, and you're I'm always little, looking. I'm like, okay, so we were way, you know, our projections were off at the beginning here, so I'm gonna just, you know, be a lot, a little more conservative here, and uh, and still, you know, it, it takes some time to do. It. I think unless you have, I don't know, you can, you have to have a pretty serious marketing budget to just no. kind of blow it up yeah. to be yeah. able to really. I think explode it, and and that's something that you know I didn't really have with the huge right. Huge and a lot of com- a lot of small companies don't even like yeah don't it's really so for the social right. medias and things like that. Those are those are like one of the most affordable ways to market yeah. and get the best reach for people. But yeah, I think unless you're like a big franchise or something, right. you don't or have some a huge marketing budget starting out, and so. Yeah, so, so a lot sure of word of mouth. And, along. Yeah, I'm awesome. thankful for, you know, kind of being born and raised, I mean, around Montana, but I was in the Flathead Valley since I was in fifth grade. So pretty much the last 20 years, you know, I've right. been around here and um, so thankful for the reputation of people that I know because, I mean, a lot of it wouldn't have been possible without <laughs> a few of those guys for sure, you know, are crucial, crucial people in getting it done. I mean, um, like you said, being so new, there's really no, I mean, the bank wants numbers from another, <laughs> right, another right. Like, business in our area, and there wasn't one. So right. it's like not a single bank would even look at me for the loan for the equipment. And so I actually had to go, you know, I met with a few investors and, you know, have lunch and pitched a PowerPoint to, to some of these investors. And I got an investor to basically act as the bank and purchase all the equipment and then just pay him like I would pay the bank and right. you know, interest and amortization schedules and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, that was crazy. And so now <laughs> three years into it, now the banks are looking at it on, and all this stuff and um, got numbers to prove to people. But yeah, at the start, it's like, it's kind of crazy getting, getting it going there. So yeah. Yeah. I had some friends that just bought a cafe a couple months ago and you know, it was a lot of, ups and downs going through the bank and trying to purchase and do. And yeah. so he was stressed out a little bit there for a while, but I couldn't even, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not yeah. doing something anybody yeah. else is doing here. Everybody's like, get out of here, man. Like, <laughs> so, so like the investor, you know, and then also like you said, all the hurdles. I mean, I had a location I thought I was for sure moving into, they were going to build the suit. It was going to be perfect on whitefish stage and then kind of fell through right towards the end when you're, I mean, I already had the sauna in our house ready to, <laughs> ready ready to, to put it in and, and it kind of had all fallen through. So, you know, those downs, it's, it's hard to not get down when that kind of stuff happens, but uh, just staying trucking and staying positive about it. Uh, the only other way was this, this guy, Randy, who he's a real estate agent around here, Randy Moore. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
that building, the building that we're in is the building that he built in 2004 and he kind of built it to be a spa, but then he was in the real estate game. So he filled it with realtors and mortgage and all this stuff. Um, when I was talking to him, I went there to chat with him about what other commercial locations were open. And he was like, man, after, after hearing this, you know, like my dream for the building was to kind of make it a spa. He had a little bit different vision. But you know, he's like, my dream was to make this place a spa. So kind of, he's getting ready to retire and I'm going to let you take it and run with the spa and kind of rekindle that dream. So, I mean, between the investor and Randy, those are two huge things that, who knows, you know, I mean, right. wouldn't have had that opportunity to be that big if it wasn't for, for those guys. I mean, I was planning on leasing a little space in some little spot. Right, something like a tanning salon. Enough, That's yeah, kind of what, yeah. yeah. And my sauna and whatever. Right. And then it's like moving into something so big and professional on the medical hill where we already had that good reputation. Right, right. Shop. Yeah, you were shit. You're not very far from your, your yeah, coffee shop. Yeah, like four blocks from where the coffee <laughs> shop was. So, um yeah, and then just kind of totally changed it to being a little bit more medical-focused, you know, medical professional side, which I love, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it works. It's perfect. It so, works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything up there is, is awesome. But, uh, yeah, man, I, it, it's been a pleasure for having you, you know, yeah, come on. Is there you. anything else you need, you know? Shoot, I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't think I have anything else for you. Nice. But, yeah, go up to uh, check out Cloud9. I think it's as uh, what's your website? Yeah, so uh, cloud9 with the number 9, mt.com. Yeah. So mt like Montana. Okay. Um, and then a lot of benefits. Instagram and, and Facebook are at cloud9float. And then, so Instagram's at cloud9float. And then Facebook's at cloud9float spa mt. So uh, yeah. Check and I know your website has, you know, a lot of the benefits and maybe some of the things that we didn't go into. It has, you know, Tons of information on your website, and you guys do post yeah. quite a bit on the Instagram videos about different and posting on social medias, all kind of stuff. And so, um, yeah, I actually just had a guy come in last week and do a virtual virtual tour oh, photo nice. shoot. So that should be popping up on the website. You can go virtual tour the whole that's building. Awesome. So, that's awesome. Um, that's so cool. sick. We should do that with my podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just spin the camera and be like, Seriously, oh, cool. <laughs> spots, I think the camera's high tech. Nobody just got it like a few months ago. Nice. Brand new model. So having fun with it. That's it's the like, other thing. It's like, like Google you, Maps with satellite view, but like all through the building and high def. And it's especially I'll show you the next day. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, definitely share that on my Instagram when it pops up. Cool. Uh, but yeah, thank you for being on. Um, Probably wrap it up here. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs>